Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show. He's Steve Lippman. And she's Candy Claire. And together we figure it out. Join us as we take on life's unanswered or overly answered questions. Our guests include comedians, healers, environmentalists, bake-off contestants, and some nonsense from our beloved intern, Dine. You can send us questions and hear them answered live on the podcast. A new episode every or every other Wednesday on Paper House Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gone Girls podcast. I'm Shauna Lane. I'm Ankara <laughs> Martinez, sometimes Savone. And today we have comedy writer and author of Sober Stick Figure, Amber Tozer. Yes, Amber. Hello. Hi. Hi. Tozer. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having England. me. Thanks for having me. Can you just me. share with everybody what you just said? We saw someone, because we're on Zoom, <laughs> So now we, we can are? actually have guests who from all over the world, all over the world. So Tozer is our, our guests in anymore. Yeah, Tozer's <laughs> our first European guest, and um, we saw a man in the background uh, in her yard. I was like, I see a man, and she said, Go "Well." I, well, I said, I hope it's an, an intruder or somebody breaking in because there's no drama in where I live ever. There's no excitement. There's no people screaming at each other. The cra- what, what's the craziest thing that happened in the past year? A squirrel got into our house and it was adorable. Like everything dramatic here is adorable. <laughs> you were like a man's walking by and it was like either my father-in-law or my husband but I was like oh I hope it's somebody who just is ready for, for the a night. fight yeah, yeah. or I like this in the background flashing <laughs> <laughs> me do something inappropriate I need I need stories to tell um yeah. <laughs> I did, um, I did just think to myself today, I was like, I actually miss driving in and out of the city and screaming at people. I just today was like, I really miss that. I yeah. a good, fuck yeah, out of my car. <laughs> my husband left for the first time. We've been apart since this whole time, like two days ago. And all I wanted to do was call someone and talk shit. I'm like, I had this like urge to just talk shit. I was like, it doesn't matter who it was. It doesn't matter who I would be quarantined with. I just want to talk shit about whoever just left. Right, oh. right. Yeah. You, you want to talk shit about him right now? Get it out, girl. Oh, no, I got oh, it out. Not. I have to build it up oh. again. I have to build it up again. Got it. I forgot to set the timer, so I'm going to do that right now. Cool. And so, so where, do you, you're, where are you in Europe, Amber? Um, I'm in England. So I'm huh. just south of London, like 20, 25 miles south of London. And is, is this sound okay? I, I realize. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm about a 45 minute train ride into London. It's it's like the equivalent of I guess living in Brooklyn or Queens to Okay. Manhattan. Yeah. Just cool. on the outskirts. So it's nice. It's just it's slow and polite and 
boring, proper. <laughs> no one talks to each other. Um, and if they do, they're just really nice, even if they hate you. So um, oh, boring. No. <laughs> I know. But it's Did a I good just place have to go around like starting fights. Something. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's, we, I feel Americans are so loud and we use our hands and our whole bodies and we're just so animated. Um, and I really miss that because they're, they're so still here. They're, 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 they're just, <laughs> they're, proper. They're, they're proper mellow, but very, very, very nice. Um, and it's a good place to be during this time. I got to say it's a perfect where I am as much as I complain about feeling isolated. It's a great place to isolate. So that's awesome. I'll say that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've had, so I met you in New York City. That's where we originally met a long, long time ago. And then you were in LA for a long time. Yeah. 12 right? years. Yeah. Yep. 12 you, years. You were yeah. there 12 years. When did you yeah. move there? No. Sh when did you move there? 2006. Oh, oh, maybe eleven years for eleven years. Yeah, I moved there two thousand six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we went to LA in oh my god, was it two thousand and fourteen? And you and I <laughs> saw each other and I introduced yeah. you to Don. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have to take my sweater off. Why do I keep wearing? Sweaters. It's like 70 degrees outside, but I thought it looked so cute, but I have to take it off. Hold on. It second. does look cute. It looks really cute. You guys talk. You guys talk. Hold on. I used to live in England um, when I was younger, Amber. Really? I don't, I, yeah, because my dad's a pilot, so I, I lived in um, Richington by the sea. Okay. Oh, nice. I think it's you close to Brighton. Oh, Brighton's great. Brighton yeah. is great. Um... Do you remember oh, it or were you super Yeah, familiar? I mean, I do. I remember, yeah, a lot of my memories and summers were, because my dad was a pilot, so we flew everywhere. My mom and I would just fly everywhere, and we would always stop in England or London because we made so, my mom made so many friends that were from England, so we would go stay with them in different parts of England. My mom loves, like, the English, you know, style and everything. So, yeah, we would spend summers there. It was, I loved it. Yeah. My first accent was a British you accent. You know what? Yeah. I went to a British school. Oh, really? You know why? Oh, you, sorry. I keep it. Your inflection goes up when you ask a question. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know why yeah. your mom loved it, Ankara? Because your mom is Southern. And yep. Southern people are very polite and mm -hmm. also that Proper. same. And she Proper. loves antiques and she loves bridges and she loves cobblestone. Oh. So that's like everything oh. England has. Perfect. <laughs> England is adorable. It is the, it's, it, it's just, it, there's this, I, I don't it's know. It's quaint. It's quaint. There's this innocence about it. Like, even with the protesting going on, the, the anti-lockdown people, there was like mm. a 40, 40 of them showed up in London with banners. They're like, the headline in The Guardian, um, uh, protesters showed, showed up in uh, Covent Garden with with banners and I'm like in America they're like 400 people with a AR-15 <laughs> like, oh, with banners like, were there 
They're like, excuse me, sir, please, please open up the stores, please. <laughs> 40 of them. I know. Very effective. Very effective. Yeah. <laughs> they try. They try. But um, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Okay, so we are going to start our different segments. And the first one is we are not therapists, but we would like to offer you our therapeutic advice about something you're struggling with. So is there something you're struggling with that you could use some uh, help? It can be psychological, emotional, it can be uh, financial, uh, whatever you're struggling with. We'd like to help you. I have sometimes a hard time understanding just normal people who <laughs> <laughs> just who are good at small talk and getting really excited about a weekend or just like normal people who get paychecks every Friday or um Okay. Are excited for they they're enthusiastic about things that worry me and <laughs> like Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> so, the, so people who don't dig a little deep, do you know what I mean? Like on the surface, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they're happy. I'm almost envious of them. There's this happiness. Yeah, right. So I would like to just not judge them, first of all. And second of all, be able to, maybe, maybe I don't need to, maybe this is fine with me, but I just am like, God, I'm not that it, I have a hard time connecting mm -hmm. sometimes. Good the question. Connection, the connection. So how do you connect with people that basically have very different values, sort of? And uh, interests, yeah. and interests. Do you want to take this, Ankara? Sure. Um, okay. I feel similar to you because I mean, we're both, we're all artists here, right? We're all comedians, artists. And so we have a different mm. lifestyle. We have different times that we have to work. We have different sacrifices that we have to give up that are way deeper just on a natural schedule. Like being in comedy, we work on holidays when everyone gets to be off on holidays, right? So you have to put in that extra sacrifice for your family or for you where you would normally want to be that. And, and it's hard, like I've been on both sides where I've had a nine to five job and the only thing I was excited for was the weekends. And because mm -hmm. that was like, that was kind of it. That was like all that I could do. But in my head, I was like saving money for a reason, which was a deeper reason or whatever, right? But now that I have a different plan and different lifestyle, I think that, um, understanding where other people are and what their values and what they want is fine. It's hard because I think a lot of the time those people expect you to live their way or their way is the right way or the main way or the, you know, um, yeah, I do feel that like envious. I know what you mean. I'm like, I wish that simple life of just on the surface was enough for me you know, mm -hmm. but I know that's just not true for me. Like going deeper makes me happy and that's okay. Like it's okay to go deeper and do the work that makes you happy. And you can't always reach those people and they're happy. Like my mom's one of these people, like she's in La La Land. She loves Christmas all the time. And she's like one of the happiest people I know because she doesn't 
look at, she doesn't look at like the, there's an accident right there. You don't look at it. She's like, la la la, like just keep going. And I'm like, well, she's happy in her own <laughs> little world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also struggle with that, but I think that just having like, um, knowing like you just change your perspective, right? Like when your life is a certain way, then you connect with different people and that's okay. And then when it turns, I think it just as life goes on, you become, you have different schedules, different lives, different priorities, and you just end up naturally attracted to other people that are also on that path and journey. Okay. Yeah, and another uh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm, I was just going to say what I do is I treat a lot of things like an acting lesson or an acting exercise, and um, I like pretending like I'm normal. I mean, I look normal and whenever I get to know people, they always, there's always a point where people look at me and they go, huh, like there's always that. And I'm like, oh, it happened. It fucking happened. Always. And I'm like, fuck, I tried so hard. But then I, you know, so I, I, I like pretending like I'm normal. I'm like, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah we're the same. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Your other part. I, no, that's, that's, that's a good tip. And but also I have this deep need for them to understand me because they're like, oh, you're, you're a little crazy. And I'm like, I think you're the crazy one. <laughs> You've been to Las Vegas, you know, 20 times. I've been to Southeast Asia. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to be like, yeah. there's different types of crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And, and this competitive, like, but it's all in my head. Nobody's even talking to me about it. I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> right, right. Um, but anyway, I guess I have this deep need to sort of connect to them and to be understood. Um, yeah. But I know. Yeah, me too. I want everyone to like me, even if I hate them. Like I can straight up be like, I hate that motherfucker, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, you don't like me? Why? I'm so likable. Like it's totally nuts. <laughs> I that just need nuts. to be like, <laughs> I just need to be like, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I see your side. When people say they don't see my side, I like go crazy. I'm like, what? how can you not see my side with everything I told you in my life and my perspective? You can't put yourself in my shoes and be like, I see what you're saying. They're like, nah, nah. I'm like, what? You're crazy. Because I can see where you're coming from and your perspective. I put myself in your shoes and be like, okay, I can see why you have that perspective. The fact that you can't see my perspective. It's frustrating. And that means I won the argument. Okay. I win. <laughs> I won the conversation. You're <laughs> dumb. I'm smart. Good luck with the rest of your life, loser. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to walk away and you're going to look at my tight body and admire it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of tight bodies, Amber has a new YouTube show called Getting Tight with Tozer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, seriously, I watched it, and I would get tight with you. Your body looks fucking amazing. Seriously. Oh, here's the thing. I've sort of always had a tight body, but I've never showed it before. <laughs> you should. Girl, walk around. I, I was like, if I had that body, I would only walk around in the outfits you I have on, on the show. Oh, Yeah. I love working out. I love it. I'm obsessed with it, especially since I moved to England. It's like the only thing that keeps me structured and sane. Besides, you know, whatever. I just, oh, I like working out, but I don't talk about it or, you know, but, like, but um, 
but I, so I do all these YouTube workouts and the instru- I'm obsessed with their personalities. Some of them don't say a word. Some of them are sort of fun, but they're also serious. So I just thought, oh I, God, I love it to create so a, a slightly obnoxious, um, a little, I, I don't know, just a weird a workout instructor. So I yeah. Love- I so love it. Funny. It's, it's awesome. It's so, so funny. Okay. So we have different questions that we ask all our guests and we sent you the email. Did you read the email? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, great. Sometimes people don't read them. Uh, most people don't read it, but thank you for doing that. Okay. So let's ask our questions. The first question is, what are some of the things you find difficult in life? Um, I wrote some down. Oh, she did homework. I know. I love when they write things down. I mean, um, well, I wrote down the understanding normal people and being understood by normal people. Um, <laughs> is it like silly or is it big stuff? Whatever. What's oh, whatever you whatever want. Whatever you feel. Like I have you wanna... a couple. So something okay. silly is if I hear someone chewing, I discovered you. Yeah. Did you guys talk about misophonia? Did I? Talk oh my to god, you? I have it too. I have it too. <laughs> oh my god, like it's like not okay. Yeah, I just don't yeah. understand how people don't have it. Oh, I like, know. My husband can read a book with the TV on, the music on, and like the lights flicking on and off, and he has no idea what's going. I'm like, hello, like the world is falling apart. How do you not see what's going on? Chewing, tapping, um, silverware scraping against a plate, a noise that should not be like music, uh, just stuff stuff that doesn't belong. But um, but How about this one <sighs> makes me want to fucking shoot myself. <laughs> How, about, How about a sniff and then a swallow? <laughs> 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 we feel you we feel you so yeah yeah um but have you heard of asmr the uh, the um the, like, the sound relaxation sounds that yeah. just relax you and stuff i can deal with that i can deal with mouth sounds in those um asmr videos on youtube but anything mm. else if i hear a string if i it, i it's rage especially chewing <laughs> Rage. Mm-hmm. I googled it, and it's called misophonia. It's a whole thing, mm-hmm. and um, oh yeah, yeah. Shauna talks about it all the time. <laughs> we talk about all See, the time. What, the so chewing. What What do you do with your husband? Like, does his chewing bother you? Yes, yes. So he turns on the music, <laughs> and I leave the room and put on headphones. So he turns on music, and if I could still hear him chewing, I know it's my problem. It's not his. So I will leave the room. And if we're eating dinner together, sometimes I just have to leave. I'll be like, oh, I'll be right back. And I wait until I stop hearing his, until I know he's done and then I go down. But, um, but he's, a, he's a good eater. He's, he's a clean man. He's proper. <laughs> um, so I know it's me. And All the things that you tell yourself, they're like, he's still a good person. I still love him. I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to kill someone. <laughs> 
Dom's what always like, you? they're going to come in and be like, what happened? I'm going to be like, he ate an egg sandwich. I fucking had it. How long did it take you to get to that point of being nice and walking away? Because I just throw pillows at my husband while he's eating. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, please close your fucking mouth. Are you five years old? Like, close your mouth, please. Does he yeah, No, he has to. With the mouth oh, open, no. he's like, it mm. tastes better. I'm like, does it taste better? It's just food. Eat it. it <laughs> yeah. He's like, and then he'll take a sip of like whatever he's drinking and he'll take the smallest little sip and then he'll go. And I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Not okay. Mm-mm. What do you do, Shauna? What do you do? Okay. So. <clears throat> Don goes into the bed. He'll go into the bedroom, but I can still hear him eating. <laughs> so I have to go into my office sometimes. And sometimes, if he wants a snack at night, we're watching TV. He'll go in the kitchen, and he's like, he told my he told my family, he's like, it's like I'm a fucking uh, uh, psychopath eating in the eating in the like kitchen. In the like, You're like in the closet. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some nuts now, but oh my god, yeah, it's what? not okay. Oh. I don't know what to do. I've I don't memorized, know what to do. I've memorized the rhythm of my husband's chewing, so he oh. has like the same type of rhythm and the cadence. So, and he eats the same things. Like he's on this, he's on a diet right now, so he eats the same sort of types of food. Mm-hmm. And it's it it's ingrained. It's almost like a beat. It's almost like a beat of a song that I've memorized. And that's the thing. But I know, I know, I feel the same thing. You like understand the pattern. You're like, here it comes. It's like that song that it's like, love me, love me, say that you love me. You're like, why is this song on again? I have to say Don really did like chew exuberantly when we first got together where I was like, okay, but that's not okay. That's not. That's not like nice manners though. You can't just be like, you know. (laughs) So he tries really, he has tried so hard to contain his exuberant eating. Yeah, I don't know. And you know what I do sometimes? Like if we're eating dinner together, I make him a salad and I'm like, you go ahead and eat. And then he eats his salad, like, you know, his flourishing eating. (laughs) Then we can eat our quieter food together. I'm always like, no, you go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's like with a little kid being like, oh, did you, um, I don't know, whatever you do to trick a kid into eating what they're supposed to or whatever. But then, oh. do you guys have the heavy breathing too? I think it comes after the eating where he's just sitting there and he's like, <sighs> and I'm like, I look at him I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, why? I'm like, you're breathing with your mouth open like you just ran 10 miles. And he just starts laughing. We laugh about it, but I'm like, why? He's like, Ugh. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I know. Don, no. Don doesn't do that. Tim doesn't do that either. Oh, lucky. But oh, maybe oh Emilio might want to go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I know. He's been having these yeah. night terrors. It's crazy. It's so oh. scary. He'll just get up in the middle of the night. Like he's turning and he'll go, ah! and then turn over and then he'll go like this with his arm and hit the bed. Like, and I'm like, I'm, I like flinch. I'm like, what's happening? And he's full asleep. I'm like, hello? 
And he, he doesn't respond. And the next day I told him and he was like, I did what? I'm like, you weren't awake for that? He goes, I mean, I remember tossing and turning and being like, ah. I'm like, no, no. It was like a full on screen. He's like, that concerns me. He's like, I didn't hit you, did I? I was like, no, you didn't hit me. <laughs> in his dream, he was hitting I know, you. <laughs> I know. I was like, you hit me in your dream? What's happening? Hi, Goners. Come listen to our new bonus episode, Secrets with the Gone Girls, now available on Patreon, where we go even deeper with our guests and get them to divulge a deep, dark secret with us. Come listen on patreon.com slash the Gone Girls crew today. But shh, don't tell. It's our little secret. Okay, next question. All right. What, what's your biggest fear and why? Amber My Tozer. Here. I mean, if you have one. Well, okay. I want to skim over a couple. I want to say quickly two things, but I really want to talk about a third thing because I have like. Got it. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, okay. Something happening to my nieces. Ooh. Terrified. I don't like thinking of it. I love them so much. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to talk about it though. Dying. I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm afraid of dying a violent death, like mm. a brutal, yeah. violent, and a violent Ooh. act against me. So I don't, nobody wants that. But what, what we can talk about that I feel is just a little bit more light is that I feel like- Than dying a violent death? Yeah. Or something <laughs> like that. Let's or my dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. because No, no, like, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> we don't want to all start crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of my biggest fears is that I'm living a charmed life and I don't know it. Like, I feel like I'm worried that I'm going to spend a lot of my time not appreciating this Mm. a cool life and spend most of my time just like either in self-pity or just like, "Eh," um, because I feel sorry for myself a lot. (laughs) And um, And then like right before I die, I'm like, I lived an amazing life and I'm just realizing it now. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps. That's yeah. so crazy. I don't know if you can see, can you see them? Uh, I guess not. Anyway, not. they're there. <laughs> wow. Although I have to say, if you did die on, I mean, not if you did, when you die, whatever, on your deathbed, you were like, I had an amazing life. And then you were just like, Whoa. I mean, yeah. that's. No, but, but if I have a bet, like, Oh, that's the only time you appreciate your life. Yes. Yes. Like I go through life sort of just like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. poor me, you know, and just missing it. Like I'm walking through this life and all this great stuff is happening around me, but I'm so like "Mm," in my mind. In your head. Yeah. That's a big, Um, that's like a being present thing. I'm reading a book right now called um, Getting Back to Happiness. And one of the things is that it's like, don't worry about the past. You can't change the past. Don't worry about the future. Just live in the present, which for the most part, I'm actually good at that, but almost too good at that where I'm like, la la la, whatever, what future. So it's like a hard balance to kind of enjoy the moments. I know what you're talking about, but I do have people in my life that remind me to enjoy those like 
moments, you know, like where I would be like in my head about certain things. They're like, just, you know, enjoy. And just having like certain people around me to be like, just enjoy, remember to enjoy those things. I think it helps me. I think that has to do with my anxiety. Personally, for me, I think it's an anxiety thing as I'm learning and reading about that, like being in the Mm -hmm. present and then like future and back and forth. So yeah, that's a hard one. Do you, do you make, um, this is going to sound so corny, but do you make gratitude lists? Like I do do. that? I do in the the mornings when I remember, not every day, but a lot Mm -hmm. of the time I do. Um, so I, I do do that, but I'm constantly wanting badly things. Mm. And then even when I get those things, I'm like, "Mm, what's next? Yeah. I want to, um, (laughs) I was talking to Tim today because we're both trying to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of our, you know, like, (laughs) and I'm like, I've just gotten to the point in my life where, because I've always been like hustling and trying to to mm. make it and I finally maybe it was the lockdown maybe it's this whole pandemic thing I'm like honestly I I just want to want what I have sitting mm. on the couch with my dog mm. I, I'm a, euphoric you know mm. which is fine but then I don't want to like not do I have goosebumps again, again. <laughs> Aww. So it's just, it just has hit me. I'm like, I just want to want what I have. And then, um, cause my entire life, I'm like, I have to be a huge success and I have to be really popular and I have to be, <laughs> make loads of money. Um, and so I just, what if I, what if, what if I'm just happy? That would be yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, so anyway. Right. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Last yeah. question. Have you conquered any fears? I have. I've conquered. I mean, this is all just like, you know, I moved to New York, bought a one-way ticket when I was uh, 21. So I conquered that fear of being away from my family and being independent. Then I did stand-up comedy, which I was terrified of trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I conquered mm-hmm. fear of like public speaking I quit drinking. I was terrified of doing that. So mm, me too, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like <laughs> the biggest one. Getting married, terrified. Got married. Uh, Haven't conquered that one yet. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. Okay. <laughs> Are you scared? Totally. Totally. <laughs> which is so, I don't, I mean, it is like we're married. I mean, I don't, there would be no difference if we got married. I I think it's because I always say this because we get in a fight and I'm like, bye, I'm out. See ya. I'll be fine on my own, which isn't true at all. And then I drive away in the car that he bought for me (laughs) and okay. (laughs) And where would I go? I don't know. It's so not that that is that is not the deciding factor why you we're can together, still, but like you can still do that when you're married <laughs> yeah you can still get I do that I do that when I'm married all the time I'm like I'm out of here that's this is over and he's like where are you gonna go I'm like I'm going out for a walk 
It just seems like an unhealthy reaction I'm having to discourse. Whenever we get in a fight and everything's okay, I'm like, I, I, I love you so much. Do you still love me? And he was like, he always says, I never stopped loving you. Like yeah. this, we were just having an argument and I'm like, mm, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was I over s- you for, for a while I was in the shower, we were done. <laughs> So <laughs> we broke up while I was in the shower. I don't know if you know. That was your chance, buddy, to get him on the side while I was in the shower. <laughs> no, I still think that when Tim and I get in a fight, I'm like, well, guess I better, you know, wait for the divorce papers to show up because I'm sure that's what he's doing right now. But um, I think it's, I mean, listen, for me, I think it's like this old school mentality of marriage, right? Where it's like, okay, well, you know, you get married traditionally, whatever it means, but it doesn't mean that you become this like submissive wife. But I think women are always going to be fighting for that no matter what, because men were raised by their mothers and they expect their wives to be their mothers and we're not their mothers. So when they expect us to be their mothers, we're like, no, like you're a grown man. You could do it yourself, you know? So like our, growth as women and being married and our independence has grown so extravagantly over the years that we're still fighting for our independence so like the idea of marriage the old school idea of marriage is like my husband takes care of me does everything and I have no say is scary but we we have to fight for the type of relationship that we want in a marriage I think at least for me that's like how even though my husband's very like He's like all about, you know, like my independence and everything like that. But there's still moments where I have to fight for my independence where I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, what do you think I am? Like, I'm not like some, I'm not going to do that. I'll do other, like, I'll do things out of love or whatever, but like these expectations sometimes and vice versa, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, when I, it was interesting for me because I gave up everything to move here and to be a wife essentially and I was single for ages and lived on my own and financially independent my entire life and then I moved here and I was sort of at his timer oh no do you be quiet no no no, you don't have to be quiet finish your sentence oh no yeah just it was just weird because I my my entire life as I knew it was over and then it became all about his life. I'm in his house. Mm, It's his job. It's his thing. I lost my mind. I was not okay for two years. I was like, none of this is mine. The, Mm -hmm. the, even though it was like a nice house and a very, and he's so good, but I'm like, you don't understand, you don't understand what is going on here. Um, so, but yeah, I had to fight. I was like, no, we're going to, I had to like fight for space. Yes. It wasn't like he was telling me no, but it feels no. Like a, but when you're moving into like, his yeah. environment, it's like, I'm mm. can I? I'm sorry. Like for anything, like if I move it into, let's say I decided to have a roommate and it was their house and I moved in and they had everything set up, I would still feel like, is it okay if I, you know, it's different from moving yeah. in together and deciding on like a place to live together that you both, it's hard. Yeah. But it's all good now. We redecorated and I can look at things on the wall and be like, oh, all right. I picked that out. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just, just small stuff like that. Our relationship was in trouble, but we redecorated now. 
<laughs> I got a new bathroom. I don't know. I picked out the tile. I can stay another year. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, that's know. awesome. All right. All right. So now we go to the uh, segment of the podcast where we cold read a script together. And you have your script that we sent you? Yes. Okay, excellent. So uh, each week, one of us writes the sketch. This week, I wrote it or each week that we do the podcast. Uh, so um, I wrote this one, unless you don't like it, and then Ankara wrote it. Ah! <laughs> I'm the bad writer. <laughs> so uh, you are going to play Dorothy. Me? Amber, yeah, okay. Am Amber's Dorothy. Ankara awesome. is gonna be Blanche, and I'm gonna be Rose. And the name of this sketch is The Golden Gone Girls. And it, uh, is, it's the kitchen interior day. Okay. Yes. Darling, yes. I hope that cheesecake is gluten-free and dairy-free because my doctor said I can't have any of that no more. Blanche, it's not only gluten-free and dairy-free, it's organic and doesn't have sugar. Only stevia. Really? No, you fucking idiot. It's got dairy, gluten, nuts, sugar, and lemon zest. Also, a special sour cream topping. It's amazing. And fuck you if you don't want any. <laughs> Maybe I could have one piece. Suit yourself. I had the oddest experience today. Please don't tell us about it. Darling, go ahead. Tell us. Don't listen to Dorothy. She's constipated from all that dairy. Well, I went to the grocery store and I found myself so attracted to the checkout person. God, see? Why do I fucking need to hear this? Sounds nice to me. But it was a woman. Oh boy. Isn't this a little late in life to be experimenting with your sexuality? Hasn't that ever happened before? I'm always attracted to women and men and men who are women and women who are men. I mean, really, I just love sexy people. But I'm not attracted to women. I don't find soft, perky breasts <laughs> to be attractive or small, delicate waists or <laughs> tight butt cheeks that say hi in short shorts. <laughs> oh yeah? What else don't you like? Dorothy! Well, I don't like soft lips that taste like honey, strong but delicate <laughs> hands that probably stroke you firmly but lightly. Uh-huh. What else? Um, bro, darling, it sounds like you like women. A lot. No, no, no. Back in St. Olaf, I had to do a book report on sexuality for my driver's ed class, and it made me so uncomfortable. I had to lie down. Your driver's ed class? This is ridiculous, Rose. Just have a piece of cheesecake and go to a different grocery store. It's okay to like women, sweetheart. Live a little. Explore your options. No, no, I don't like the way women smell. They have that delicious succulent fragrance that makes <laughs> me feel like I can do laundry for hours and hours. No problem. Rose, <laughs> darling, are you feeling okay? I think I need to lay down, actually. I'm, I'm going to take my juicy, 
sweet, hot, firm, loyal, nurturing cheesecake into my room. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Let us know if you need us to call 911. I think you're having a stroke. Do you smell toast? No, all I smell is comfort. <laughs> okay, darling. Wait, didn't that happen to her last week at CVS? Yep, Dorothy, darling. This cheesecake is divine. Oh, I got it at the grocery store. <laughs> and, let, and let me tell you what. Not one, not one hot checkout person there. Okay, darling. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Shauna. Thanks. Good Shauna job. wrote it. It was funny. Good one. I don't have any feelings about women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Amber Tozer. I just thank you, over. You. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's over stick figure the book I read. I read uh, the, I read your book years ago and you were bringing it up. Because I told her to read it because how good it was. I loved so, it. We just want to say read Sober Stick Figure. It's such a good book. It's so entertaining. It's light. It's, it's funny. So funny. Pictures are hilarious. And do you know what I remember? When we went to see you that time in LA in 2014, you were you were working on the book and you were oh, writing yeah. it. And you said, what you said was so funny. You were like, well, I draw these pictures and I do stick figures. And it's so funny because when I started, I wasn't as good as, at drawing as I am now. So like I keep getting better, the, the stick figures. And I noticed that when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, they are so much better, the drawings, yeah. the illustrations. <laughs> It's so funny. It's such a great It book. is. It's so Thank funny. You. Shauna told me to read it and I didn't know who you were. I had never met you before. And I was reading and I was like, I'm a slow reader. And I was burning through the book so fast. I was like, this book is hilarious. I also related to so many things because you were an athlete and everything you went through. And I was like, this is such a good book. And then I got to a certain part where you were talking, describing someone. And then you said their name. Danny and I was like wait a second this sounds like a Danny I know could it be the Danny I know and I told Shauna she's like yes Danny Cohen I was like that's crazy you described Danny so perfectly that I read it I was like I think this is my Danny that I know Danny Cohen who yeah. by the way needs to stop eating pizza but that's a whole nother episode oh, at 1 a.m not okay all right. Do you want to plug anything, Amber, and and share with everyone your social, uh, if you'd like? Oh, media. sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, although I don't tweet that much anymore. Uh, at Amber Tozer. All my uh, socials are at Amber Tozer. And um, yeah, my book Sober Stick Figure is on Amazon and a few bookstores that you can't go to right now. So just get it on Amazon and um, on YouTube. I'm being silly with fitness instructing um with uh getting tight with tozer getting so. tight with tozer get thank you for joining us today but don't thank go anywhere because we have something we do after okay okay cool bye Thanks goners bye goners hi goners come listen to our new bonus episode secrets with the gone girls now available on patreon where we go even deeper with our guests and get them to divulge a deep, dark secret with us. Come listen on patreon.com slash the Gone Girls crew today. But shh, don't tell. It's our little secret. Gone Girls Podcast, the internet.
review the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.